0: Four twelve on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. Coming up this weekend, a lot, a lot of stuff going on this weekend. You're going to stay tuned for, but uh, one of them is German Fest on Saturday. That's one p.m. at Falls Park West, and it's free. There'll be live music, a puppet show, children's area with entertainment and games, German food and drink, dancing, vendors. Ah, oh, sounds like a good time. Dtsf.com for more information. So the candidates for Sioux Falls City Council are starting to come in, and uh, we had uh, Zach DeBoer on last week, and today it's John Paulson who has announced that he is running for the at-large A spot on the City Council, which is the seat being uh, vacated by Rex Rolfing because he is term limited, and we have Mr. Paulson in the studio. Thanks for coming in today, John.
1: Thank you, Pat, for inviting me.
0: So you ran one other time. Two years ago, you ran against Teresa Staley, and uh, she won. What did you learn uh, that time around that you're bringing to this campaign? Uh,
1: A couple things. Uh, One in particular, I think, is the ability to engage people throughout the community and to use that information to deliver my message uh, on a broader basis. Uh, I think it was a first-time campaign on my part. There were three candidates and uh, I think it's really important to uh, uh, lift up the, the information that you want people to be aware of and I think this campaign will allow me to do it. That's my plan and uh, I'm gonna work hard to win.
0: What is your message? You talked about your message. What is it?
1: Uh, my message is that uh, Sioux Falls is uh, stronger as one community and I believe that uh, working together, we can get the things done that the community needs. Uh, I think we need to build on our, on our common um, um, ideas. And we also need to work on the things that, that make a difference to keep the momentum going in our community, including the types of things that uh, involve well-planned growth and finances, uh, community investment uh, and, and safety, uh, strong neighborhoods. And uh, cohesive government, I think those fundamentals really make a difference. And I think there's opportunities out there that we should take advantage of. The uh, notion of one
0: community sounds good, but people don't agree. And we're made up of lots of smaller communities. How do you uh, forge relationships between diverse people and diverse viewpoints and different goals and, and uh, needs?
1: Uh, I I think there's the ability to establish agreement around a shared vision. I think if you look at it at that level, uh, people do believe in the same things and want the same things. Uh, really important in that is making sure that people feel far, part of the community and, and that uh, they have the opportunities that uh, will enable them to have a high quality of life. And that's what um, government helps to, to do. That's what the private sector addresses and I think if we lift that up and engage people around it um, I think we'd see that there is a lot of support for moving ahead and and having Sioux Falls uh, serve as a community for everyone.
0: Uh, John you have not so recently or fairly recently I'm sorry retired why don't you uh, tell folks just a little bit about what you did and what you're doing now.
1: Okay um I finished a 30-year career with Sanford Health two years ago, and I had a great experience doing that. Uh, I worked a lot in development, uh, uh, involved in strategic planning and bringing people together to to find solutions to to challenging issues. Uh, Got involved in a lot of growth and development, obviously in particular these last 10 years after Denny Sanford's magnificent gift and our expansion as a system. And I had the opportunity to work with our boards and uh, community leaders. Uh, And I think I I bring that along with me now to my candidacy. Uh, At this time, I'm I'm serving as a uh, planning commissioner for the city. I've uh, been active on several uh, local boards. Um, I'm trying to facilitate uh, this next phase of my life in a very positive way. And it's been that way so far. And I'm looking forward to more of it
0: tell us a little bit about you know where'd you grow up where are you from family so give us that the, the granular background on john Paul. you
1: bet uh well i'm a sioux falls kid i was born and raised here lived here really most of my life and uh love sioux falls and that's one of my reasons for being interested in uh, running for city council i want to represent the people of sioux falls and all the good things that it stands for uh attended local schools uh and uh, graduated from uh, Augustana Academy, and then from college at Augustana University, and after that uh, entered my career in healthcare administration. Uh, my wife Jane and I have a daughter Emily. Uh, Jane's from Sioux Falls too, and Emily's lived here most of her life. And that's a big part of uh, what we enjoy about Sioux Falls is the family experiences that we have.
0: So we're here with John Paulson. He is a candidate for the at-large A. District and there's an at-large B, which is currently held by Christine Erickson. Correct, correct. and she has only served one term, so she's going to run again. And we don't know what if there's going to be other candidates in that race. I see. I just got a release today uh, that says that Clara Hart, who's a local advocate for uh, immigration and different things, she also is running. We'll have her on the program mm-hmm. at some point. But I just want to point out that that's you are the only two announced candidates for that position.
1: Right uh-huh. And there may be more. Don't there you expect to be more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there could be.
0: So. Um, one of the big issues i think that that the city is just starting to get its brain around in this community is poverty and the disparity um in incomes what do you, what what how big a problem is poverty in our community right now and what do you, what could you do as a city councilor to fight it
1: i i think it's a, a an emerging issue in some respects and and something that uh we need to recognize has to be addressed. Uh, I think it involves a variety of factors. Uh, Housing would be one of those. Um, The opportunities for employment are there, uh, but how do we make sure people get connected to them? Because that's, that's the way out of poverty, obviously, is employment and the ability to have a home and and uh, begin the kinds of things that uh, we want everybody to experience with their families and otherwise. But what can the city do? Is there well, I, I think mean, a couple you things. Have limited sure powers, but what can right. you do? Um, I think it can be a partner in the housing area, uh, and is already. And I think that can be strengthened. I think it's being analyzed, you know, and, and there are um, programs in place. Uh, Thrive is one of those, and you may have had someone come out and speak about that. We did. Yeah. And that's, Candy Hansen, there. There you go. Well, that's a, that's a great example of um, this promotion of what can we do publicly and what can we do privately, and I think doing things together always produces a, a good result. And I, I think study and analysis, I mean, it's something we need to learn about, and, and we need to develop ways in which the city's resources can be deployed to address that through through planning, through um, program relationships, through leveraging the resources and abilities that exist in the city, to uh, to go after it.
0: Do you think that the f- average middle class, upper middle class people in this community have a grasp of just the level of poverty that is present here?
1: I I I believe they do. I I I believe they do in terms of things that I see happening. Um, through organizations like the United Way and the people who are part of that, the people who serve at the banquet to uh, pack lunches, who are in their schools, uh, PTAs and other programs trying to foster opportunity and advancement uh, on an equal basis. And I think they put their, uh, their money out, too, and, and, uh, uh, and really are committed to what can be done to change things in a positive way. We have
0: the, one of the lowest, if not the lowest, unemployment rates in the country for urban areas, um, but we also have low wages. There's a, there seems to be a disconnect between supply and demand there. Is there anything the city can do or should do to affect wages at the bottom of the scale?
1: Uh, I think the, the the city, through its own employment, provides a, a great group of opportunities, and I think in some respects that's a model um, that uh, can be followed. I think the Involvement that uh, exists uh, between businesses and the and the city, with regards to programs that uh, can be organized around training and uh, providing advancement opportunities, really creates a, an authentic way for those wages to be able to be increased and sustained. And that's that's back to us putting our shoulders together and and seeing what we can do to make that happen. And there's some examples coming out already in terms of connections to the technical schools and, and providing an environment, a, a good environment in the community for people who are trying to get ahead.
0: We're here with John Paulson. He is a candidate for the At-Large A district, At-Large A position on the Sioux Falls City Council. And that election, first round of the election, is April 10th, I believe, Tuesday, April 10th. Mm-hmm. And then the if there's a runoff, uh, it would come on May 1st. Um, do you think that there's a, there's a proposal floating around to raise that uh, level from which uh, city council candidates can avoid a runoff from 34 to 51? And you were involved in a race last, in 2016, in which there wasn't a majority, there was a plurality. Do you favor raising that threshold?
1: I do. I, I think it's um, more representative. I think it's uh, fair to all the voters and I think it uh, provides an opportunity for conclusiveness about uh, what are the, um, the most important uh, issues and factors uh, for, the, for the community, and, and that should be represented in how the votes tally. Do you think you would have won last time? I if think I would have had a good chance, and I surely would have loved to have a chance at a, um, at a runoff.
0: Why, what, difference, what difference would those three weeks have made in a runoff if that, if I mean, you, you, you knew who you were running against. What would you have done any different in the, in the uh, first part of, or second part of the election you didn't do in the first yeah. part of the campaign?
1: Um, I, I, I think um, the message was there. Uh, I think it was shared. I think Rich Noble and I shared a message of uh, a positive approach to city government and uh, uh, promotion of the community overall and advancing it uh, so everyone could benefit. And, uh, as a result, you know, we probably shared votes (laughs) or the votes that came out, uh, in favor of that, um, were distributed between Rich and myself.
0: Do you think that this proposal has come forth because Teresa Staley won that election? No. Okay. Um, the, uh, I want to talk a little bit about transportation. You're on the planning commission, right? I am. Yeah. So you deal with a lot of, uh, growth issues, um, Are we spending too much money on streets? The mayor in the last budget said, we don't have enough money. We're going to put all our money, 90% of it's going to streets and infrastructure. And we're not going to do any of this other stuff. But are we planning properly for multimodal transportation going forward? So when I say, are we spending too much on streets? The other side of that is, are we not thinking and spending enough on other ways to move people around?
1: Well, um, you know, resources need to be planned around, but we should always be planning, and uh, I think that's what's what's happening. I think there's good people involved uh, um, in the city and and from the community who are lifting up just what you identified: mm-hmm. alternative modes of mm-hmm. transportation. And we're kind of in transition from the way things were when those alternative forms of transportation weren't part of our community. Mm-hmm. They're they're they are, and they're becoming more of it, and and we need to get to the point where we can support those as well.
0: Do we drive too much?
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you knew, you, you knew your audience on that <laughs> question, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, uh, the, what, in terms of other issues that are challenging us, specifically, specifically in this city, what's one thing that you definitely want to change or work on? Very specific policy.
1: Yeah. Um, the central theme that I want to advocate for is pulling the community together around a plan and to identify in that plan what it's, what it's going to take to uh, ensure that everyone has the opportunity for a, for a high-quality life in our community and, and that they can be part of that. And I think that is essential to every individual other plan or or our program that we develop is what is the basis for it and what is it that we want to accomplish with it and that's that's where i want to be and that's what i'm going to promote
0: john paulson uh he is a candidate for the at large a spot on the city council election is in april april 10th Uh, i have one more question for you who's going to be the next mayor I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew you weren't going to. Uh, John, thank you very much for coming in today. I, I really appreciate you uh, coming over to the studio and taking some time for us.
1: Thank you, Pat. Good to be with you. Good luck to you. Thank you.
0: Uh, this is the Patrick Lally Show on Information One Thousand K S O O.